Live from the Morongo Casino Studios, it's the Heidi and Frank Show on 95.5, KLOS, and KLOS HD1. We're on a Tuesday, and on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have those Disneyland four packs, and just uh, gave a four pack away to a, a guy who has two uh, daughters, eight and two years old. It's going to be a good time for the family. Mm. Sure, he's going to get a lot of hugs. Oh yeah. And when I was uh, at my Sunday you know, party that I'd gone to, mm-hmm. I was talking to my buddy Mike. We're having a good time, and and his daughter, I would walk. Into where we were about, she's, I think, uh, six or seven, maybe yes, seven. And she just when do you lose your first tooth? Okay. Yeah, around there, six, six, right. seven no, years old, yeah. first, no. second grade. Her son lost his at like four. All right, so I she think. might be five. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, she kept she come in with her like arms open, and just go over and just give him a hug, and like whisper mm-hmm. in his ear, and then walk off. I didn't think about it, you know, first time. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, look at how sweet that is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know, so they're talking still, you know, another 20 minutes go by. Here she comes again. Gives him a hug. He's like, hey, wait. whispers in his ear again. She walks off. And third time she does this, I'm like, what's going on? And why, why she, I mean, not that it's yeah. straight. I'm like, yeah. what's, what's going on here? She keeps, secrets like, don't keep like, friends. Like, like dad of the year. What's, I mean, I wish my yeah. kids would hug me. And he's like, well, I did something really uh, special for her. And I was like, so so let me know. What would you do? Like, dad of the year stuff. And that's what I'm opening up right now. If you did something like dad of the year and just depressed your kids to where, I mean, when they're little toddlers like that, and the fantasy and the belief and the, you, you buy into it as a dad, you, you make that happen for them. Like, this guy's taking his kids to Disneyland. There's enough magic there that the dad just getting the tickets created the magic. But when you don't have the tickets to Disneyland and you try to create magic on your own, mm-hmm. what did you do mm-hmm. to become dad of the year? And this guy, Mike, oof, all out. I mean, I can tell you, there's like a story where a guy went to, um, like, the gift shop and bought a bunch of fancy-looking shells. And then when he went out to the beach with his kids, he'd, like, he'd drop them uh, you know, out of, had him in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And he'd drop one. The kids would find these shells on this beach that really had no shells. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my god, yeah, another look at these things. And they're like painted and crazy. And the kids were just like super of fine course, day at all. the beach. Yeah. And they have no idea. So like a little bit of magic there. When my son was uh, a toddler, we lived uh, in the in the mountains with some some rock outcroppings and stuff. And so I took him dinosaur egg hunting. I told you I found those sand eggs sandstone eggs mm-hmm. that came with a little brush, a whole little kit and everything, and I got the kit out, and I went and hid those sandstone eggs among the rock outcroppings, and we were, we were going to go out there and go dinosaur egg hunting. So I knew where they were. I'm like, I think this looks like one, buddy. Why don't you just, you know, brush that thing open? And so he's opened up. There's a little plastic dinosaur inside, and he's just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, years later, he's like, you put those there, didn't you? And I thought, yeah, I did. He was pissed. <laughs> you lied to me. Oh. And I was like, I thought I was going to get the, you know what? Now that I'm a, a, a not an adult, yeah, but older. I'm a, you get the older, yeah. I understand what you did for me, Dad, and that's awesome that you would do that. No, I got, you lied to me. I'll never trust you again. But what Mike did, and if you have a story of like the magic you created as a father, give us a call. 818-955-2955.
and this is elaborate. Okay. Because his daughter uh, was in the, he recently started like watching Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so she's really loving the, the, the series. Mm-hmm. And so what he did is he rented a boat for the family and they were out on the, on the sea, but he had taken a empty bottle and put a treasure map in it and a key in, in the bottle and like tossed it over the side when the kids weren't looking. Then he's like, they're driving around. He's like, hey, is that, is that a bottle? They wow. fish it back into the boat. And they're out off uh, the um, the islands there, off of uh, Ventura. Yeah, Channel Islands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Map leads the Channel Islands, the other oh, side. Yeah. Goes out there, gets on the shore with the kids, follows the map. They dig it up. And there's a he, he had buried a treasure chest out there. Come on. Dad. And the key that was in the bottle opened up the chest. And the chest had JS on it. Jack Sparrow. Whoa. Opened it up and, you know, had like a bunch of like the goodies inside. Like, you know, mock jewelry, whatever, costume yeah, yeah, jewelry yeah. and things yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Blew her mind. Of course. So she kept coming in there and saying, you know, as a secret, this very treasure. You know, she's like, she gave him a hug and say, I'm so excited about what we found today. And then she'd leave. And just kept, she could not get it out of her mind, but she had to keep that secret, but she couldn't keep it, so she had to keep telling her dad about it. He was the guy who put it out there. Wow. I mean, isn't that just craziness? Yes. But I mean, just doing something like that, taking that, you know, just a little bit of time like that Mm. to create that magic. That's what dads do. Well, I'll tell you, my dad never did anything elaborate, but he didn't really need to because I was was a simple girl and I still am. So my mom never wanted dogs and animals of any kind. So, and I was obviously a dog lover. If somebody had one, a neighbor had a dog, I was crazy for it. And I always told my dad, I want a dog. He's like, well, you know how your mom is. Your mom doesn't want a dog. We can't get a dog. And one day he comes home from work and my dad never wore like coats or jackets a whole lot. Even when it was cold, he just didn't. But this day, he had on a jean jacket, and he had his hand in the jean jacket. And my mom says, what's, what are you, what's going on? What's wrong with your hand? And he's like, what do you mean what's wrong with my hand? Why are you holding your arm up like that, like it hurts or something? And he goes, hide, get, get in here, I want to show you something. And I go, what, what? And uh, he says, Re- reach in there, see what, what is that? What is that there? And he kind of pulls the jean jacket back, and I see this brown fur ball i mean no it was, bigger it was than his pit hair my dad let me feel his armpit hair and uh, unless you name it ever since he uh this little puppy was about as big as a coffee mug you know and one of his guy friends at work had a dog and she had pups and and uh this was mandy the dog i named after the barry manlow mm. song mandy. all right but uh he pulled this puppy out and it was like he pulled a rabbit out of a hat i mean mm-hmm. i was like what because he just kept saying, I can't hide. Mom doesn't want dogs. I can't do that right now. And I don't know if my mom was in mm. on it. Probably not. But he brought me a puppy <laughs> home. And I was just in awe. You were you were in such shock and awe that you didn't see your mom's reaction. With I like, Damn it, Dave. Nope. Didn't, I don't said remember no her. Dog. Nope. <laughs> I think she probably looked at me because I was looking at him and that puppy in, in awe. Yeah. You, that she's like, how am I going to bitch about that? She's got to jump on board or she's going to look like the Wicked Witch of the West. Right. Yeah. And... Uh, he was to me that was that was magic yeah what my first puppy 
Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I got the thing I've been dreaming about, you know? Um, not elaborate, but definitely magic. I want mean, you to think about stuff because Father's Day is coming up. And so when you look back at your, your dad, what, what did he do with that little bit of, of magic that he created for you or that dedication that he showed you at one time? And, you know, he was there, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us a call, 818-955-2955. If, uh, and you can toot your own mm-hmm. horn, too, guys. I mean, I know it's like you don't want to call up and go, well, it's a bitch brag, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I did that. It's like, no, give these other dads an idea yeah, maybe of something sure. they can do. I mean, to create that just because it goes by fast i mean johnny knows this little johnny's yeah. already gonna be is he already six he's six yeah he's yeah he's six now i mean my son's 18 you know my, my daughter's by. 24 it, and it flies by i remember, I remember when going over to your house when caleb yeah. was just brought home from the hospital uh-huh. and his head was like the size of this apple he was a tiny little guy and sitting on your couch and holding him and like he's 18 years old and you know and that's what i thought too johnny when we play you know johnny's son's growing pot at 750 every day You'll have his little voice on these recordings because oh, yeah. one day, yeah, it's gonna be like that, you know, yep. and you're gonna go what? And that's like, when we'll fire him because yeah. it's not be cute anymore. <laughs> it's not cute anymore. Um, but yeah, when you'll have that little voice that is only for such a short uh-huh. amount of time, you know, uh-huh. you, this is it, and mm-hmm. then maybe six more years, seven more years, that's it. Yeah, until you know. He grows up, but yeah. So give it up for the dads. I mean, obviously, moms, you can call in and brag about your your man, who's a great dad. Yeah, uh, for 818-955-2955. sure. 818-955-2955. We got uh, Katura on the phone. Hey, Katura. Hi. Oh my Hi. God, I'm so excited I'm here. <laughs> I wanted to brag about my husband. Okay, what? How do you create the magic? He is the absolute best husband who creates magic all of the time for my babies. Um, and I was telling them, we live in a condo. We don't have a huge backyard and every child wants to have a tree house. So he built one, um, for my, my children in their bedroom. Wow. That's cool. Yes. Yes. So two story. Yes. Two story. We've had movie nights up in there. Um, massive condo. Damn. Yes. Christmas, we'll deck it out as a gingerbread house. Um, Halloween, we make it into a haunted house. Um, very magical, very memorable. That's a fantastic That is idea. awesome. Yeah. He made it yes. work since he didn't have a big tree in the backyard. That's cool. Yes. Do you remember your dad doing anything like that when you were growing up? I remember him sending me out with some rusty nails and a hammer. Yeah. And I'm surprised he let me go out there and, and I built my own sort of like <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> sort of um like a platform i remember but no he never did anything like that with me not like my husband he just gave you a tetanus <laughs> yeah <laughs> rusty nails and a hammer there you go thank you so much for calling and sharing that story everyone eight nine five five two ninety five five. getting a shout out to the dads out there who are creating the magic for their kids Father's Day is coming up, so don't forget good old dad. It's like Mother's Day is the big gift-giving holiday. But uh, you think about what your dad did for you, and even if it pissed off your mom, he did it anyway because it was for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember that mm-hmm. this Father's Day. And get your dad at blindbarrels.com. I mean, I do this all about myself. I just want to promote <laughs> this, beer, this, this, this bourbon thing. No. It's a whiskey subscription. I'll let it go. What about right you, there. Frank? What about you with your dad? I mean, I know he was like the coach and the Boy Scout yeah, my, leader. My dad was always he was always present. those things. Yeah, he was always yeah. the coach or like the yeah, the Cub Master, you know, with the Ranger hat on. As, yeah. as, as much as he worked, 
you know, he could have like e- easily gone it? home and it's been like, uh, you take him down there to practice, you do this, and, and you know, and, but no, he was there for every single thing. And, and it reminded me when I was, when my daughter was playing soccer and she was at a new school, so she wasn't starting, but she was the new kid at that school. And uh, we went to a, a soccer match and it started raining and all the parents you know fled to their cars you know to get out of the rain some little some boys was kind of like interested in he was interested in her was came to the game was watching it he bailed to go stand under an awning someplace and the only two people who were still standing there watching that game were me and my dad in the rain and she wasn't even playing she was sitting on the bench everyone out everyone's you know Aww. kid is out there playing their parents fled and laughed right. early but Mm-mm. me and my dad Mm-mm. are the rain dads we'll stand out there even if you're not playing Wow. Whoa. Hmm. My dad wouldn't even come out in the sunshine. Spend all your time waiting. Damn. For that second yeah, my dad's in the hospital right now. Frank. Frank. What? What's going hospital. on? It's getting bad. He's forgetting to eat. Yeah. Maybe that's why I wanted to bring it up. Let's talk about my dad. Or think about him. I'm sorry. It is how much they love you in silence. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go down that road, but no, he'll, he'll be fine. The road. We're all on the road together. It's this damn song, wasn't it? I shouldn't have played it. Damn it, Jordan. My yeah. bad. No, I was just thinking about that time we stood out there in the rain. Mm-hmm. I already asked me about him. That's really cool that your dad has that with you. Yep. Absolutely. I, I grew up with a good dad. And my dad was always there as well. He was the coach. We didn't do uh, Boy Scouts or anything because my dad taught us. So I didn't have to do Boy, boy Scouts. Right, right. My Boy Scouts was you know, on the on the job training, just mm-hmm. being his son. And the last caller calling in about the, the tree fort, that's... So one thing that stands out is that my dad would collect all these spare parts from jobs that he would do because he was a contractor, general contractor, and he built us the most kick-ass tree forts that any of my friends had ever seen at that time. And I grew up in a rural area, 10-acre, you know, ranch, all dirt roads and everything. But when you came out, first thing you saw when you pulled in my driveway, not one, but two tree forts connected to each other with a bridge. Wow. And, and it was the most kick-ass thing. Looking back, wow. I see pictures of it, and I just can't believe that he did that on his own. Like, just out there you. moving materials and putting it together and making it happen. At the time, I was like, I, I was almost too young to remember it. <clears throat> yeah. So, mm-hmm. But looking back at the pictures, I just, I, I'm in awe. At, you must at have had a blast. Effort. Yeah. I mean, oh. how could you not? We and did. So many times we just look past our dad about, you know, what they did. Never, they never stop and think about yeah. it. Uh, hello, Stephen. 
Mel Allen. Good Lord, man. I know. I, I, know. I didn't mean to I go know. there. I was just trying to give dads a shout I, out. I didn't mean to go there. Look, it happens. Listen, it's brother. Frank, <laughs> uh, man, that's why people listen to the show. Honestly, man, you guys, um, it's all funny jokes, but, uh, but it's real too, man. Um, thank you for sharing that. Mm. I, uh, Good Lord. I got a little got a little emotional listening to yeah. that, man. So my heart's with you. Thank you, brother. Um, so, uh, boobs. That's where my transition is going. Great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> this is so awkward. So awkward. It's okay. When I was... Oh, oh Steven, wow. his phone oh, cut out there at the last man. minute. Oh, no. His dad took him to his first strip club. That's what I was guessing. We're one with boobs. Yeah, right. Hello, Tico. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Tell us a story about your dad. So this is a crazy one. I still to this day can't figure out how he did it. It was uh, Christmas one time, and, uh, you know, I was a skeptical kid, so I was like, I'm going to leave the house last to make sure you don't try to pull off anything sneaky. And, uh, you know, so I did. I left the house last, and uh, we were all going out somewhere as a family. Forgot my wallet or something. Can you run back in and grab it? I was like, hey, no problem. So I run back to the house. Uh, I open the door, and under the Christmas tree, fully, like, stacked with presents. But the thing is, it's not humanly possible for him to have any, like, amount of time to have done that from the moment I left the house last, you know, to us coming in. Right. So to this day, I have no clue, unless there was a dude, like, in my house hiding, and then he just put the presents it must, he must have had a friend. His buddy. Yeah. Yeah, like go in. 30 seconds? Like, what was it, like Usain Bolt, like hiding the presents? It was crazy. <laughs> Magic of Christmas. Uh, thank you, Tico, for sharing. Wow. That's cool, too. Yeah. We got Lynn online, too. Hello, Lynn. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Oh, good. good. Just talking about our dads. I know. First, I want to say I love you guys. I love you, Heidi. I love you so much. I love you, Frank. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't listen for the uh, uh, prizes. I listen for you. Thank you. Oh, thank My God, you, you're the one. <laughs> no, for real. When you guys aren't on the air, I listen to reruns. That's from, I, instead of listening to uh, uh, those people on the other station. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate okay, that, Okay, so. So my dad's story is this. My mother was an awfully a nice person all the time. And sometimes when we like were bad, she would send us to bed without any food. And my father, when he came home from work late, he would sneak food into us. Oh. He'd bring food into the greatest. Don't tell your mom. Yeah, he would bring food in the bedroom and say, don't tell your mom. But he would always. He was, he was the first girl dad before there were girl dads. He used to sit us in the truck and let us drive, sit on his lap. My father was the best person I ever knew. Was wow, he, was he also awesome. into birds as much as you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, actually he was. <laughs> I can just hear your birds chirping in the well, background. The birds. It's very pretty. Are those, are those outdoor birds? Oh, yes, birds I'm in that? the back. Oh, no, there's a birds. I'm, out in the, the, I'm outside in the pool with well, that, my dog. So, oh, that's yeah, awesome. Those yeah, are those outdoor outside. birds. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Lynn, for sharing yeah. that story about your dad. Let's see who else been on hold. Uh, Joey. Hello, Joey. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, Joey. Frank, I just wanted to give you my condolences. Uh, I'm here for you, man. And thank you every day for the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Joey. So, um, yeah, my dad would... It, it's kind of embarrassing. It's kind of corny. But uh, my dad would love it if I were to share this with you guys. So, uh... He would just, like, get ready, like, scrambling eggs, basically. You know, he's like, all right, we add the salt, we add the milk, 
and then he'd like sit us all up on the counter and he'd put it in the pan and he'd be mixing it around and he'd go like, all right, now like let's sing the song. And then we'd be like, hocus pocus, fiddle hocus, make us some eggs. And then just like he timed it good where the eggs would start hardening. And then we we're like, whoa, he just like made eggs like perfectly timed. That is adorable. Oh, my Magic God. egg song made the Hocus eggs. pocus. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. dude he's going to love this. I'm so embarrassed right now, but he's going to love this. Thank oh, you so much for calling, Joey. He, are you a VIP so you can go back and play this for him? No, I'm not a VIP. I'll give Could you, a, you hook me up, man? I'll give you one year VIP so you can go play in this segment. You told I love story. you, Frank. Thank you. Stay at home. I'll hook you up. That is so cute. Oh, we got to interrupt these uh, touching father stories for a casteroid coming. Oh, great. Mm. My dad used to sit me on the shoulders to watch the castroid come in and oh, say, see how, see how stupid Keith is. Oh, he would do that even when it was raining. <laughs> even when it was raining. Well, your father used to sit there and he would have his cigarette right and blow his smoke <laughs> and you would jump through it like you were like Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Kung Fu movies and I jump through the smoke. Well, your word is smoke. S-M-O-K-E. Smoke. Text that word right now to 68683. That's smoke to 68683 for your shot to win our daily $2,000. Standard data messaging rates apply. Local KLOS winners only and more shots to win every hour on the 20s until 10 p.m. Good luck. I know it's not quite Father's Day yet, but uh, we got a lot of people calling in to give a shout-out to their dad and how their dad's created magic for them when they were little. Um, I'm going to continue that after uh, the break. 818-955-2955. I could use your stories right now. We are Heidi and Frank. It's just funny every morning. It's consistently good. I'll drink to that. It's the Heidi and Frank Show. Now hmm. on 95.5 KLOS. Howdy and Frank Show. Give a shout out to our fathers. Yes, I have a story I heard over the weekends about uh, my buddy Mike. who just went all out with the, the whole buried treasure map, ocean, island. I mean, just crazy. Ran out of boat. Just the magic that dads create. And, you know, probably hit me a little bit harder when you told me that story because my dad's in the hospital right now with uh, early onset Alzheimer's. And so he, was, he wasn't eating and he wasn't drinking. And so he had to be put in the hospital. And so it's, uh, for me, you know, hearing these stories, I think dads get overlooked so much. Like I said they love you. Uh, they love you in silence because I guess the credit, like you see it, you see it in the marketing and advertising where it's Mother's Day comes around, it's like every other commercial is something about it. Give, give your mom something. And appreciate, appreciate, and know what she deserves, she deserves. And, you know, dads are, you know, back burner. I don't even know if there's anybody, I mean, the only advertising we're doing for anything is like, this is what, what I'm putting out there for this yeah. whiskey subscription, blindbarrels.com, but nobody, mm-hmm. you don't hear, get your dad some, a pajama gram or whatever, chocolates. I mean, yeah, there's, no. there's like nothing set up every you know, for a marketing campaign for dads. And so I, I, I would just love to hear your stories and make, yeah. make everybody else think about their story for their dad. Yeah. And, you know, not, not every dad's the best. Not every mother's the best. But if you can the find that story and remember it so you can, you know, this Father's Day, give him a hug and tell him you remember that. That's what stays with you forever, even long after he's gone, that you remember the hunting for the dinosaur eggs or the making of the magic eggs. Or the buried treasure in the map. You remember that stuff. Tell him that. 
or the puppy that he got you when mom said no puppies, or taking you food at night when your mom said you have no food. Remember those stories, and let him know you remember them. I want to hear some more. Eight one eight nine five five two ninety five five. We have Bridget on line eight. Hello, Bridget. Hello. Good morning. Tell us about your dad. Um, so my dad built a pirate ship for my kids in the backyard. It's about eight to nine feet long. And he also made a functioning cannon where they can put tennis balls into and, uh, shoot, basically shoot around the, uh, the yard. That is <laughs> wow. Awesome. Grandpa for the win. <laughs> yeah. And he also did this at like, I think he was. 72 when he did this. Wow. And they love it. And they absolutely love it. <laughs> what a good dad. By the way, I'm also the wife of the guy who texts all the time from 562. Oh, well, thank you, Bridget. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you both listened to the show. Thank you so much. Let's see who's been on hold longest. Uh, let's see. It's Edwin. Hey, Edwin. Hey, guys. Doing? Morning. Tell us about your dad. Uh, well, the story's not really about my dad. It's actually what I did for my son. Oh. Um, he he was three years. He's thirty three years old. He just turned three years old, and he's a huge Batman fan, like beyond any three year old Batman fan. And uh, a couple months prior to it, I actually ordered myself the nineteen eighty nine Batman suit, like a real authentic yeah. suit, you know. And uh, it's middle of the birthday party. He's running around in the jumper. And I, I go suit up, and I, you know, I paint my, my eyes black. I, I go all out, and uh, the suit was almost about fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so uh, I put the suit on, and he jumps out of the jumper, and, and just, just maybe he was, he's still young enough where he won't, he won't remember without pictures and everything. But just the fact that his face lit up was like worth everything to me. Yeah. And now I actually use the suit now, and I do uh, charity events now. That's wonderful. Wow. wow. So now not not only do I get to light up all these kids, I mean my son's face, but all these other kids that you know, especially with the new movie that just came out, you know, it's fun. So now I'm out there every weekend trying to do these uh, events, fundraisers, children's nice. hospitals, whatever it is, I'm trying to show up and that and, uh, is so cool. I mean, you might have the suit, and the suit's very authentic looking, but do you have the body to go with it? Or are you like, <laughs> are, you, are you like Beer Man? Yeah, where it's like you got, you got the dad bod going on. It's like okay, Batman. I got, I got, I, I got the dad bod, dad bod going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, that suit I has muscles. It, it doesn't matter. It. That's right. Uh, you know, uh, the six pack is a little expanded a little bit. You know, but it's still. Thank you, you know, uh, Batman. He's carrying mm-hmm. a keg. That's awesome, Edward. Thank you, guys, Thank you so much. I love you guys, man. You guys are great. Thank you. I love you guys every morning driving to work. Thank you. Thanks for being a good daddy. That's one of the things that I do. I whenever my kids see something like uh, watch a movie or a TV show, and they want to dress up like that. I will help them figure out how to dress up because they they're like order me the costume and I'm like no it's, it's gonna take a few days to get here let's go see what we can find and then we just start rummaging through stuff and we put together we make these homemade costumes that look great my son wanted to be uh who who was a Kylo Ren 
And so I, I got, you know, a pillowcase, a black pillowcase, and we made it his hood. And, like, I mean, making the mask and everything else. I and mean, he loved it. He loved yeah, it. Of course. I mean, my daughter looked like a yeah, Ray. My, my son made Ralph Lauren, so I just got a polo <laughs> shirt. <laughs> and it worked out perfectly. Yeah, and a cardigan. It's, it's way easier, just a polo shirt. Yeah. Way easier. Like yeah, we just rummage around. And what about Lucy? What, who'd she want to be? She wanted to be Ren from Star Wars. Or Ray. Oh. Ray, Ray, excuse Ray, me. Yeah. And, uh, and so I got, she kind of has, like, the bandage kind of look. So I went yeah, and grabbed right. an ace bandage and <laughs> wrapped, her up. wrapped it around her, and she looked great, but, and she loved it. She loved it. But it's like those things. And then dressing up myself for my kids. That's Of what, course. I love doing that kind right. of stuff. Awesome. Uh, so we got Bryce on line six. Hey, Bryce. Hey, how's it going? It's going okay. pretty well. We're talking about uh, you did something great as a dad. This is the, the magic that dads create for their, for their kids before, before Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I am not a father, but my dad, um, I, I just want to offer my condolences. My dad passed a few years ago, um, and it was interesting. We didn't really have the best relationship growing up, um, but, yeah, years later, it was kind of because, so I'm I'm, a, I'm gay and, and I'm black, so my dad, when I came out to him, it was very... Uh, yeah, you know, not my son. That's not gonna happen. Kind of right. off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that went on for a few years, and he just never got over it. And um, it was, you know, I didn't know he's gonna, you know, pass at the time, but it was about a year before he died, and I was hanging out with him and uh, smoking a little bit, and because uh, he got prescribed it for for his uh, for his pain, and he's like, you know what, son, I. I think I just want you to fall in love with someone who loves you as much as your mama loves me. And it was like, it it totally broke my heart. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't dated uh, at that point at all. Um, Maybe because I knew they they wouldn't accept it, but um, yeah, it was awesome. It was just like a a big point of my life. And uh, he ended up passing him. About a year later, and um, I met the love of my life like a happy year later. So, um, yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it means it goes so far to just to, to be accepted and by your parent. You know, it's just a simple, it, simple it, sentence. It really does. Yeah, yeah. And he, he, I've been wanting to call for about uh, calling about him for a while. He's uh, he's from Fort Wayne, Indiana, oh, and wow. I and I grew up in um, Holland, Michigan. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty conservative place. But, yeah, he uh, pulled through. I ended up being a really, really awesome guy. So, Well, thank oh, you for calling awesome. Bryce and giving your dad a shout-out. His dad accepted him for being gay right before he passed away. That's awesome. It is. Uh, let's see. Hello. Uh, hello, Diablo. Hey, good morning, friend. Good morning, Heidi. Good morning, family. How are you guys doing today? Oh, good. good. Talking about dads. Yeah, well, sadly, I want to say thank you to every single dad out there for being amazing people. Uh, I lost my dad 44 years ago. I have no memories of him whatsoever. He was murdered. Uh, That's why I am the one that I am with my kiddos. My daughter, um, she was when she was a little baby, she was in and out of the hospitals. And uh, the way that I would make her feel better, I would be making the voices of uh, her favorite characters from Disney, like uh, Lilo and Stitch, uh, Eeyore, Pooh Bear, 
And uh, she's better now. She's nine. And uh, she often would ask me to make the voices with her um, teddy bears. And uh, and she loves it. And I wanted to say thank you to your dad, Frank. Thank you to Heidi's dad. Because of them, you guys are here helping us out and, and, and making our days amazing. I just drove seven hours to get to San Francisco where I'm working right now. I live in Costa Mesa. And you guys make my drive amazing. I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> I, I'm the I'm the guy who gave you the the leather jacket on out of the park, right? Oh, yes. And oh, that amazing thank you jacket. so much. That thing is fantastic. I love it. And 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 and, and oh my God, uh, Jordan, Johnny, Corey, you guys are my family without without knowing it. And uh, and I've been a VIP uh, saying you you know sponsor for years now thank you because because of something that frank said um give for the healthy kids that you have put it towards uh, their health you have healthy kids thank god so help those that they don't have that privilege and from the bottom of my heart thank you so very much guys for thank everything you. that you guys do on a daily basis you have no idea the impact that your voices making people like me with depression and with anxiety and with all these amazing things. But thank you very, very much, guys. I love you. Thank you, Diablo. We I love really, you, Diablo. truly appreciate you and glad you're here with us every single morning. I'm glad we're on that ride with you. We'll, we'll take that ride with you every time. Yep. We're always here. <laughs> thank you, buddy. I love you guys. Thank I love you, you guys. So love you too. Let's see. We got uh, Scott online, too. Hey, Scott. Hey, good morning, my morning family. Good morning, Scott. Talking about dads. Hey, Frank. Uh, Frank, I, I, I feel you. I love you, brother. I, I know what it's like. Uh, I was very, very close with my father. I lost him years ago. My father was a, a country swing guitarist back in the 50s. He toured with Spade Cooley and Hank Thompson and put a guitar in my hand when I was eight years old, taught me how to play. Uh, Leo Fender, when the Fender Manufacturing Company was in Fullerton, offered my father a job. Uh, when he was done touring and uh, gave my father a prototype guitar and basically said, here you go, Bill, play it and tell me what you think. And my father would take this guitar backstage at times with a hacksaw and do all kinds of stuff to this guitar, and it became the Fender Stratocaster guitar. So <laughs> what? My father, my father, I don't know, Frank, if I can mention his name. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, my father's name is Bill Carson, and if you Google Bill Carson Fender, Bill Carson Stratocaster, you'll see all kinds of hits. My father was the innovator of the Fender Stratocaster guitar, and uh, so I kind of grew up in the music industry through him. Uh, he taught me how to play when I was little. Um, Leo, like I said, offered him a job at Fender. Fender promoted him to a regional sales manager. Uh, we went to Tennessee. So by the time from the time I was eight years old to nineteen, I was in Tennessee. My dad took me hunting, frog gigging. Uh, just I, he was my best friend, my buddy. I just I, he was my world to me. Um, and not only that, but in nineteen ninety, he grew the world's largest watermelon, two hundred and sixty-four <laughs> pound watermelon, and broke the Guinness. He broke the Guinness Book of Records wow. in 1990. 
He held the record for about four or five years. Somebody in Arkansas, I think, beat the record by half Scott, a Scott, lead with so. that. To hell right. with the guitar. <laughs> when you took the watermelon backstage, took a hacksaw to it, and everybody had a slice. <laughs> yeah. He made the news. He was. Uh, he made the news, Channel 5 News, and actually on the 264-pound watermelon, there was a... Uh, um, a chainsaw on top of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Scott, thank you so but, much for calling the show, bud. That's awesome. Your dad lives on through your stories, you. for thank sure. You. Yeah, he left behind legacies. Thank you, guys. I love you all. Thanks, thank Scott. We love you. It. Let's see. We've got uh, Keela on line five. Hey, Keela. Hey, guys. Um, this will be my first um, Father's Day without my dad. I'm sorry. Um, he died last year of brain cancer, and we were so close. Um, and speaking of telling your dad your favorite stories, um, on my dad's deathbed, we told my dad, sorry, my dogs are barking. We told my dad his favorite, um, stories with us, and that was the last thing he heard. Oh, that's, oh, that's great. So you got to share those stories yeah. with him, what you're going to remember. That is awesome. Yeah. Mm. Well, put your feet up. Your dogs are barking. <laughs> I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's all good. No, we all have dogs. Got, We're used to it. Yeah, when your feet are up. My dogs are barking. Yeah, no, I don't, your know, feet. Where came, I don't mm-hmm. know where that came from either. But then your boobs are your puppies. I don't understand. Dogs. Our feet are dogs. <laughs> oh, come on, Jordan. <laughs> oh, man. You took it too far, as you it, usually do. I took oh, it too far. Shin. Oh, oh, shin. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sam. Hello? Hello, hey, Sam. Sam. Tell a story about uh, your dad and how he created magic for you growing up. Or not. I don't know. That's I not. mean, uh, maybe he was a mime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, Colleen. Hi there. Um, my dad actually listened to you guys every single morning for years and years and years. He was a huge fan. And he passed away three years ago. So every single morning when I get to hear you guys, it makes me feel close to him. So thank you guys so much. Oh, well, thank you, Colleen. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> he was super, super stoked when Frosty came back this last time. He was losing it. <laughs> and Frosty left about three years ago, about the same time your dad passed away. Oh, so. no. Yep. Oh, man. That sucks. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, guys. Colleen. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you. Lonnie. Hello, Lonnie. What's up, guys? Hey, Lonnie. Yeah, so I just want to give a shout-out to my dad because uh, 2015, we're big hunters, and they're hunting in Colorado, and my grandpa and my dad were in a carbon monoxide accident, and my grandpa passed away. My dad made it. They told us he didn't make it, and then we got a phone call an hour later that he was alive, and so... He taught me everything I know, so I just want to give him a shout-out. You know, it's it's hard to be the man of the family because I got two older sisters and my mom, and then my dad still has some injuries from brain injuries from it. So it's hard to deal with, but I'm just glad he made it and he's still alive. Thank you. Thank you, Lonnie, for giving your dad a shout-out. What's, what's his name? You want to shout-out his name? His name's Lonnie. I'm the third, so oh, all right. he's Lonnie also. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for calling. Uh, this turned into a dad shout-out thing and uh, was, wasn't going to be because like, really, Father's Day is coming up. It seems like you do it on Father's Day, but, but maybe you shouldn't always do, do it, it on Father's Day. Maybe you should do it you know, just on a, on a yeah. random day, on, Don't on, wait. A, on an every day. Just 
tell your dad, call him up and tell him some story you remember about him that uh, that changed your life or that you appreciate him doing, even though he probably didn't get the recognition at the time from you or anybody else. He'll appreciate that. All right, we got uh, Denise. Hello, Denise. Good morning. Oh, God damn, Good morning. Denise. <laughs> you, you got a, a special dad story? I do. My dad had a Carmen Ghia, and it was the greatest little car, and I was the only one ever allowed to drive it. So he decided to have it restored because he was the dog ate the whole inside of it out. And anyway, so he had it restored, and it was restored to be given to me because I wanted the car. And he decided to give me the money instead. He sold it. Oh. And so I got a wooden, I got a cast iron, a cast iron version of the Carmen Ghia instead. And I treasure it every day. I look at it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Denise, for that story. I appreciate You're welcome. it. I appreciate you calling the show. <laughs> really took a turn there you know, somewhere. I was supposed to get it, and then he sold it. So he, he, got, he got me a, a replica. 115th the size. <laughs> Cast iron. I, I look at it every day. The last <laughs> test of time. Uh, uh, let's see. Hello, Austin. Hey, guys. All right, Austin. Hey, Austin. How did your dad create the magic? Uh, so, yeah, he, I do actually have a how he made the magic story. When me and my sister were really young, my parents got divorced, and uh, my mom has like a – they didn't get along. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but every year, my dad would get with my mom and work something out to where on Christmas Eve, he would drive – all the way from Pasadena over to San Dimas, and he would dress up as Santa Claus and go on the roof and make a bunch of noise so that me and my sister would wake up and run outside and catch him, like, you know, catch Santa Claus. And he would always talk to us as if he was Santa Claus and just give us good messages and good vibes and, like, wish us a Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 your mom's a whore. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he, when I say ho, 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 I'm talking about your mom. About your mom. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Those aren't Jerry Charlie laughs. I'm actually just calling your mom a whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Austin, thank you so much oh, for that's calling wonderful. I appreciate it. They were able for that one day a year to just come together and let's yeah. do this for the kids. <laughs> uh, well, Really, thank, thank you to everybody who uh, called in to share their, their dad's stories and, and uh, the, the things you remember that was wonderful about your fathers. It, uh, I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's helping me out right now. So thank you so much. Johnny, uh, I actually have a quote from your dad. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> uh, just yeah. Kidding, just yeah. kidding. Love you. That's, a, that's how he always signed his, his birthday cards to Johnny. Yeah, happy birthday, you pathetic loser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Marcy's ready to fire up her show, so we got to get the hell out of here and call it a day. So let's apologize to those we may have offended and go home. All you sixth graders, my dad and all the dads, thumb suckers and crackers of all kinds. Uh, the Q Club, moms, pussy cops, and bedwetters. <laughs> Mich- God, pussy cops seems like so long ago. Uh, Michelob Ultra, gorilla sanctuaries, online swimmers, and Salem witches. Mountain Dew, Rams, NASCAR, and apple crushers. Winnie the Pooh, students, Miami, and old dogs. Chris Kirkpatrick, Pink Floyd, paramedics, and Teletubbies. You really have to listen to the whole show brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com, America's best car buyer. We are Heidi and Frank.
95.5 KLOS and KLOS HD1 Los Angeles. Mornings with Heidi and Frank. Heidi. Oh. You do look fine today. Thank you. I've never... And the Oscar goes to... Kevin and Sluggo on your ride home. We're giving you a warning. Don't do this. Well, it's really dumb. Why would you do that? Southern California Rock Station. It's 95.5 KLOS.